Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the fourth episode of the first season of Invasion, entitled The King is Dead. This episode is written by Simon Kinberg and directed by Jamie Payne. Sadly, I gave this episode a 6.9 out of 10. And this will be my final recording for this series. I don't think it's going to be renewed for a second season. I've not seen very good reviews going forward to make me excited. And four episodes in, I honestly could care less. And that's not that's not a good thing when you're trying to engage people into different story arcs. I am simply not a fan of any of them. So, uh, in, in lieu of not wasting my time, this will be my final recap. So let's go ahead and just jump into it. Casper wakes to Jamila distressed because the teacher, Mr. Edwards, is deceased. Casper can't announce to everyone what has happened, so Jamila does instead. Anisha continues to have to deal with Manny looking at his phone and crying. Why are you so bad? The children are suspicious of the rift between their parents, but they're also the most annoying children. They are constantly, I get that children do behave in that manner, but it's not to say that the parent doesn't have any control in the manner that they are behaving. And I feel as if both parents have absolutely checked out on what it means to discipline their children. So Sarah thinks they might be getting a divorce. Luke says it's not allowed. Before telling Sarah she must say nothing about the alien piece of technology he has hidden in his backpack. Before the family set out, Harold by police horns or military personnel on horns ordering evacuation. Passerby suspected nuclear bomb or Putin with Sarah and a thousand questions in the back seat. Maddie being the most ill-conceived idea of a character. I don't know why they wrote so many people so unlikable. Anisha looks through his phone and I'm not sure why she has any trepidation about it. Fuck him. Why are you looking over your shoulder? I was like, oh, you left your phone? Good. I'm confidently looking through it. Manny is endearing himself to the troops to get information like men tend to do to prove that they have some authority, which is not much. It's just gossip. And that's when she finds out his side chick is preggers. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I'm so over this family drama, girl. You don't get to act surprised after he tried to leave you and your children in the middle of a crisis. I think if there's a line... We're just going to go with he will cross it. I'm not sure why this is taking her over the edge. Yes, I know an emotional level, but in comparison to I don't know what the fuck is happening. I need to get my children safe. He is an accessory to me. He is a he is a tool and that is it. And then for you to lock the door like you weren't going to let him in and the children are just shouting like shut the fuck up first and foremost. Can't you read mommy's face? Manny is oblivious. Chavante is upset that instead of the town of Dishu, his guide has been chasing goats. After several fucks, a beacon goes off for one of his own men, Chavez. 
it's Mitzi. Is that how they've been saying her name? It's questioned about the footage she saw and her superiors are confident it was space junk. She is fired and will be arrested if she comes back again. And I do feel as if her boss was being way more lenient than he should have considering this is a secret relationship so unless he knows the secret and the personal thing behind it he really is being way more understanding and she's being like y'all are all fucking idiots just allow them the chance to do their job you jump into conclusions to be fair Kano doesn't back her up too because he's not trying to lose his job. Then why did you help her to begin with? Why did when she started running, you decided that you were going to get in the elevator with her? If you weren't intending to back her, chasing her outside to ask why she thinks someone did it as she believes she is her lover's last or her lover's last words were a message to her. She's just intensely dislikable, even when she walks. Back to Casper, everyone needs to talk to Mr. Edwards to confirm that he's dead. <laughs> this was so stupid. Um, they start panicking. Monty, another ill-conceived character, bullying everyone to stay instead of try to call for help or better yet, climb up this ravine. When they started throwing rocks at the dude who was saying, I'm going to go get help. I would have taken a weapon to them. Seriously. Casper takes his vote back instead. Monty retaliates. And went that out of the way. Like, oh, look what happened to him. His sad childhood. Uh, Casper's like, yeah, so that happened. I'm still about to climb up and do something about my situation. The way in which Jamila was introduced... It seemed as if she wouldn't put up with Monty's shit, but they just keep showing the camera watching. And I can't believe that his friends, all five of them, would not step in for him. Anisha picked the wrong time to throw a hissy fit about his mistress being pregnant. Passing people who are stranded. And I was like, is that the same couple they stole the van from? So they stopped to let Luke P, who disappears off amid Manny's dumbass performance. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it to you. It just happened. I didn't mean to trip and fall and land inside of her vagina. I swear it was an accident. She tells him to go. And I'm like, you should have been not let him in the car. And the kids need to be aware of this situation. I don't know. I know it's supposed to be tough because that's their daddy. But at the same time, your daddy's a piece of shit. Uh, Casper goes for the road and all follow suit. Misu or Misuki, I don't know, goes to see her lover's father who begins sobbing and wonders if she ever mentioned him. Misuki or Misu plays off like they weren't close and heading to the bathroom slash bedroom after he expresses his daughter didn't agree about, he and his daughter didn't agree about her lifestyle choices. Travante gets to the town, continuing to follow Ch uh, Chavez's signal, which leads into a building as someone in a motorcycle goes by. Many are scared by his presence as he searches underground the hospital and is hostile to just about everyone. He finds his man being attended to and decides to be hostile to the one person that clearly helped him. 
fighters are now on the scene due to Trevor's or Trevante's bullish ways. Back to the Malik's. Luke is still missing. You know what? Don't even fucking talk to me anymore. Seriously. When she said Luke. <laughs> so terrible. The children discover the metal wreckage. Once they all get on top. I'm surprised not one of them fucking fell though. That's unrealistic. And Jamila vindicates Casper of causing the crash. As clearly the satellite struck the bus. Causing it instead. Even children's first instinct is that it's a bomb. The other dude's like, um, clearly this is a satellite. Of course, Casper is special, feeling a connection to the metal. Jamila returns his notebook where he has written down the similar words on the satellite. She's like, you know Russian? I know nothing. Um, Mitsuki jumps down the old man's throat. For being a bigot against his daughter and her sexuality making all types of assumptions but it turns out that they stopped speaking because he didn't agree with her hiding her sexuality or her heart it's like i made a mistake he was opening up to her because he thought she understood his pain the only person that did understand his pain but she missed all of those cues because she got her own type of damage going on from her own parents it's dark and the Maliks are still looking for their son and now someone played karma and probably totally stole their car <laughs> Luke found shelter with a kindly man and his daughter and dog and offers them shelter for the night because there's a curfew out and the men outside roaming around are military and they're loaded with their guns. Was Sam Neill just showbait and that whole thing didn't matter? Why did we why did we open the show with that? That still I mean that is just a really really dumb way <laughs> to try to bring people in if it didn't matter to anything. Chavante is trying to one man army G style, G4 style, G.I. Joe style, rescue his friend, carrying him out amid gunfire. He finds a truck that happens to work and drive away with the corpse of Chavez in the back. He told him, You know, you got to get home too, indicating I know you got wifey problems. I mean, it's not like everybody couldn't hear what she was saying. Monty continues to think he can tell people not to go home. Once again, bullying Casper, pushing him down. But now that his secret is out, he's liberated. Telling Monty he has three much older, much bigger brothers. There's nothing you can do to me that ain't been done or worse. And then the whole entire group gang up on Monty, which they should have done to begin with, because two against 15 yard doesn't take a rocket science to put together that math. And they decide to continue walking. Like, you ain't gonna be able to stop all of us, you idiot. Even his friend abandons him. Why are you just choosing to make this character stupid? Luke admits to running away, hoping things won't get worse. And Anisha denies the feeling herself. She assures they will get through this. All of us? Clearly, he just wants his parents to pretend. But she assures 
that they will get through it without committing to dad into the equation. Misiki plays her lover's last minutes for her father. The sound on the recording causes the sand in his pot to move, and he wonders if Jassa has bigger sound has a bigger sound system. Considering they said they was gonna arrest you the next time you show up, I don't know how this is supposed to play out and how like come on, it's ridiculous how much leeway, how important are you really to the whole of Jassa that they would let this impertinence continue? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Neither does the show, which is why I'm dropping it from the schedule. <laughs> so I will be filling in the blanks of the schedule. You can look for that uh, on my social media, which will be below. You can send feedback for any of the shows that I do at blackercouch.gmail.com or you can leave comments on those podcasts. Uh, until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.